Okay, there we go. Hey, you guys know what time it is. It's time for the podcast. Season 2, episode 23. We're doing anime numbers this time around. Today's episode is going to be about movies that are hard to watch, but you love them anyway. And we're going to talk about that because, boy, howdy, is there literally a shit ton of them. So, with that being said, we're going to kick off. We're going to do the old roundtable guest thing for anybody who's new. So, shout-outs to the new kids out here. Uh, new kids straight across from me, will you please tell everybody who you are? Hello, my name is Marqueta. Oh, my God! I am Mickey. Oh, no! I'm Nahid. Damn! And Ooh, who are you? With our powers combined, I'm Chris Johnson. And with our powers combined, we are... The Normies, Talking oh, Normies podcast. Snap. Also, yeah. uh, while I have your ear, follow me on Instagram at NewSense88, N-E-W-C-E-N-T-S-8-8. I need more followers than Marquetta. If it's you, a household war. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you should definitely not, because I don't use that. So don't follow me on Instagram. I've been telling anybody not to. But follow me on Twitter. It's at Dragon82243. Damn, son. Follow me on Instagram, M-V-I-R-D-I-88. Oh, is that what we're doing right now? No, no, hey no, no Marquette, I'm going to mute you. Plugs, M- plug it. <laughs> if you try to push yours, I'll mute you. Misogyny. <laughs> Marquette it, underscore nomadic. Oh, no, nobody knows. No, Marquette's a pneumatic because M-A-R-K-E-T-A she works with. M-A-R-K-E-T-A underscore N-O-M-A-D-I-C. Pneumatic because you work with uh, air-based instruments. So, guys... Let me uh, start off by reading the thing that I wrote as an introduction for this. No. <coughs> Nahid was touching himself in that 2000K hey man, video, and that's because, just what happened. It's because those pants, bro, they gave me like a frontal wedgie, bro. Like my balls were like stuck between my underwear and like that area. You know what I mean, bro? And I had to fix it. Like, I, that mean, shit I don't know pain. what you mean. It gets painful. It's like uh, we're wearing a reverse G-string. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, so you, for, you forgot the camera was on? <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's just pure instinct. <laughs> yeah, bro. So uh, I think it's obvious, I think it's obvious with people that have gone to film school or watch a ton of movies that sometimes you come across a movie that you particularly like a ton. But it's not like with songs or with visual art where you're like, hey, look at this painting or hey, listen to this song because for three minutes of your life, you know what I mean? It's pretty short. So when you're like, hey, you should watch this movie. You're like, dude, I need you to commit to like at (laughs) utmost two hours. And if it's an art film, it's like three hours. But you're like, it's really good. And I think you should watch it. And that is a hard thing to do. What complicates things more is when that movie tends to be maybe a tad bit ridiculous. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. Movies that we love or that we enjoy. And even movies that we hate that we think are cool to watch, but are also just a tad bit ridiculous. So with that being said, um, does anybody just want to name some movies? You don't even have to go into depth on them. I'm just going to literally just like rattle off like five. Just like give me like five movies off tops. We're going to be getting into the longer list later, but I'm trying to give people an idea. Okay, I'm going to wait. Can I start? Yeah. Okay, I'm just. It's gonna be more than five, but it's not that many. It's less than ten, more than five. Just, <laughs> just go for it. Okay, okay. Primer, Hateful Eight, Gran Torino, Jarhead, Kung Fu Hustle, Donnie Darko, Sex Drive, Black Dynamite. Huh. I kind of disagree with you on all yeah, those. Yeah, I love I would, all those, but I, I think they're easy to watch. I, I, I know. They're well, really no, easy. no. I, I love those movies, but I feel like what wasn't this like to watch with like a date? Kind well, of? yeah, yeah. I, I get, if you I, if I watch Primer with a girl that I was on a date with, she would hate it, and I'd have to never talk to her again because yeah, Primer's yeah, awesome. Yeah, Primer. Yeah. Is what what awesome. do you got in the heat? For people that I wouldn't watch them with on a first date? Uh, just, I mean, in general, just give me like a list of movies that you like. These movies are great, but they're hard to convince people to watch. Uh, okay. I would say, I would say that the uh, Resident Evil saga, like, because there's like too many of them. So it'd be Oof. hard for somebody to just be like, oh, I'm going to watch this Resident Evil But you're movie. into that? I love the Resident Evil saga. Nice. Um, like, like, I guess really dark history. That's actually like true history. Like Schindler's His, you know, that, that Schindler's List. Mm, yeah. I couldn't get really anybody to watch that. Um, mm-hmm. when they what see us, shame. yeah, when they see us was like a four part, uh, uh, series on Netflix and I, and I try to get runner to watch it, but runner wouldn't watch it because she said it's too sad or too whatever. It's too real. Some too shit's real. too real. Amer- American history X. Oh, American. That oh, one. I love that is I, one. See, and I feel uh, like that's one that we all love, but like if anybody's like, uh, I can't I can, handle it. You're like, yeah. um, <laughs> it's reasonable. I feel like old eighties, nineties, like post-apocalyptic sci-fi movies that were like good back in the day, like escape from in New York or like escape yeah, from LA. That one's really good too. Man. Yeah. Or like Johnny Mnemonic, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, another one that was like really, really weird that like, I guess I couldn't really get into would be like Wicker Man. Yeah. Like, I saw that movie, but I, I really wouldn't want to watch that with like anybody, but like, ever. Well, there is a beautiful part towards in that movie where in a bear costume, 
um, Nicholas Cage punches the shit out of a woman. Yeah, that's <laughs> <And> just fucking. <laughs> and just like, just, what? And he's in a bear costume. Um, and then I have two other movies, but I'm gonna save that for like I quit watching them, and I can I don't know anybody get into watching them. I oh, literally stopped watching them, I, uh, but that's later discussion. Yeah, I, I have a list for or a couple a couple of them for that too. Nice, Marquette. what about you? What are your What are your just a uh, ramble off a couple? So I am like Nahid, where I really like to watch, uh, historical, sad movies. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's, it's really important for people to, you know, be reminded of what happened. So on my list, I have a movie called Life is Beautiful. I don't know if you guys it's have good, yeah. seen it. It's Italian production. It's really good. It's really good. It's really sad. It's about, you know, the Second World War and how much it sucked. Um, then I have mm, another movie that's really sad. It's not based on true story. It's called Never Let Me Go. Um, it's a dystopian movie. And then on the other side of the spectrum of <laughs> movies that I like are absolutely ridiculous um, flicks, like com like yeah, s like what's the co co the type of comedy that I like? You know, not like dark comedy. No, 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 like uh, slapstick. Yeah, slapstick. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this movie called Oscar that I really like, but it's hard for me to get people to watch it because it's, it's a little silly. it's a little too ridiculous. And uh, the same goes for Hot Shots. And then there is this one movie um, that all of my European, you know, people watching probably know. It's called Asterix and Obelix, Mission Cleopatra. <laughs> I am not able to get anybody to watch it just because of the movie. I won't the watch it because title. of the name. Asterix and Obelix? Asterix and Obelix. Asterix and Obelix, Mission Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's the best the movie the that was ever created it, in the country of France. It's a, it's a French movie about... Up, uh, grammar Egypt. symbols in Egypt. Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, real quick, I want to shout out to the Gamer Blog because you are categorically wrong. All Christopher Nolan movies are pretty much awesome. Uh, David, I will agree with you with American Sniper. That movie is just kind of like propaganda on propaganda, and a lot of it's incorrect. And uh, Hereditary from Alexander Hereditary R really Riviera. Uh, yes, Hereditary. I, I love the movie, and I've watched it once. Marquette has watched it twice. I, I don't I think I'll ever get to it. twice. Hey, I, I forgot it. one movie off my list that yeah. I was going to mention, but it's Hotel Rwanda. Oh, another, yeah. Another great movie that like I oh, feel sorry, like people yeah. really, really need to watch, but it's hard to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like I'm just listening to movies now. Rain Over Me. That was a really I haven't one. seen that one. Don so, Cheadle and um, Adam Sandler. Are we just naming Don Cheadle movies now? Trader. Yeah, that's what it reminds me. I like Trader, and it's about. That's why. That, I mean, him saying that. Actually, honestly, uh, I won't spoil Trader because I know Marquetta hasn't seen it. I actually want to watch it with her. But if you're watching the movie Trader, it's got Don Cheadle in it, and you haven't got to that halfway point, you kind of hate it yeah. until you get to the halfway point. What's up? There's one more movie I forgot. I love this movie, and it's hard for me to get people to watch it. It's called Revolver. Revolver. <laughs> Revolver's awesome, but it's also up its ass. It's. Awesome. <laughs> oh, um, so you mentioned like 80s, like sci-fi action movies. Yeah, what, what, about, what about like the older, really over-the-top, gory? Oh, like Cannibal Holocaust and shit like, like that? Like, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about like, like the silly, like, like Leprechaun. Like, oh. like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. I like, feel like people, I, I think that that one is just kind of like, yeah. you should watch it. But I mean, that's just like people <laughs> not being in the older horror movies. Yeah. So uh, my quick list is... Love, Casper Noel's love. <laughs> We're going to talk about that one a lot. Uh, Nymphomaniac, which I don't actually think is a good movie because yeah. it's just Stellan Skarsgård talking about fly fishing while this lady literally describes all the blowjobs she ever gave in life and then yeah. they show it. It was weird. It was. And people were like, you got to watch this movie. Yeah, it's very artistic. And I was like, the fuck it is. It literally just feels like someone was like, hey, what if we film like half a porno and then Stellan Skarsgård like talking <laughs> yeah. about fly fishing and they're it's like, like, I bet I can show this in theaters. I bet I can. Right? <laughs> it's I, also it, a part one and two. It was like a drink, but bet between like two directors be like, uh, oh, you don't think I can get a blowjob in a movie? Thing? Right. <laughs> totally. Well, Clockwork Orange is definitely on my list. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Under the Skin, it's a really good one with um, uh, what's your name? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. It's a very good movie with Scarlett Johansson where, for all the guys listening, she gets butt naked throughout the whole entire Wait, movie. What? It's what called Under the Skin. Uh, but it's from like a long, long time no, ago. No, it's not, dude. It's from, it like, it's from like 2015, 2014. Yeah, Under the Skin is... Uh, yeah. I thought that was... And it's, it's super fucking good, but it's also weird as shit. It's kind of long. Not. I like it a lot. It's about an alien. It's awesome. Uh, it's very long. Grave of the Fireflies, Clockwork Orange, Old Boy, Wrecking for a Dream, Funny Games, a Serbian film, Hard Candy, uh, Human Centipede, Straw Dogs, Passion of the Fucking Christ. Wait, hold on. Uh, Are we watching about movies you the, like? The last... 
Those yeah, are all movies enough, I like. You named off one that I don't like, but that I just could not watch. Well, which one? Human Centipede. I just could. I, I, I had to leave during that shit. You like I Human Centipede? Why? Because of the yo, pure absurdity. A, there is a certain kind of wrong with this man. Because that's one movie I literally had to leave. I could not. Like I couldn't watch it. I couldn't. I was. I remember that scene where that person was taking the shit, and that, and I was like, bro, this is a certain kind of fucked up that I'm not willing to like finish. I, I don't want to even give you the money for this, Listen. bro. Like, what kind of sick fuck are you? Human centipede. Was there any kind of message to that? Movie? No, not no, at all. it wasn't. It was just fucking horrible, bro. It was com- like I couldn't even. Honestly, bro, I couldn't even like. I don't know why they even agreed to do it. Like, could you be the? Could you imagine? There's like, there goes my acting career. Yeah, your acting career was beaten. Imagine, imagine you were imagine the middle like, part in Human Centipede. Yeah, imagine like describing that to your parents. Like, I got a new acting gig. It's called the Human Centipede, and it's like this experiment. Anyways, I'm the middle part. I'm the middle like, part. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the one that takes a shit and gives a shit. You don't want to be the back end because that guy's getting two people's shit. So that, listen. The reason why Terrible. I like Human Centipede is purely for the ridiculous absurdity of it. I think yeah, the no, only film it. on this list that I actually don't like is a Serbian film. Yeah, a I Ser- was going to ask you that. Okay, like, now that one I don't. I, I like showing that one to people to ruin away their from days. That statement, otherwise you will get arrested soon after this. <laughs> yeah, man. I like showing that movie to people because I, I watched it with two of my roommates, and one of my roommates was in the army. And at the end of the movie, he was like, "I've seen people blown up, but I'm going to have nightmares about this shit." And I was like. Oh God! Yeah, I've heard. I'm not. I don't think that. Uh, that, that it's, it's like two yeah. girls, one cup. I'm just never. I'm aware of it. Yeah. I'm just never. I like the, the, thing, the, the same thing with Human Centipede. Like I, that's when like I thought I could watch any kind of movie. Like bro, I've seen some shit on TV. Trust me, man. I've seen some real shit. I've seen like the fucking Narcos killings. Like I've seen it all, bro. And I was like, okay. It's a movie. It, it's not going to do anything to me. Mm. Fuck that. After yeah. that, I was like, all right, there all are right. some movies that I realized, even though I know it's fake, I'm just not going to watch because yeah. of that. 2001 I also, A Space Odyssey is beautiful. I would also have a hard time recommending certain Will Ferrell movies because I, I enjoyed that like <laughs> improv no, uh, comedy. Will Ferrell's great. You don't have to do that to anybody. No, Shut I, up. I, I, I know what he means. No, I, I, There's no, some Will Ferrell movies I, I, that just don't land. Yeah, because <laughs> it's very hit. Like Step Brothers is very hit or miss. Because <laughs> sh- will, will you let me finish? Can't talk? <laughs> It's it. Will Ferrell movies are inherently like the way they're directed. They do a lot of improv, and I love that. I enjoy that because like it's the it's the comedy in the moment, but inherently improv is hit or miss ooh, ooh. because it's improv, and not everybody enjoys. It. I love I love the fuck hey, out of Step who, Brothers, but who in your I know, life? I know I've 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 shown people Step Brothers, and they're like, yeah, it's just, not for me. It's just not for hey, me. Who in your life has said that that movie was not for him, for them? Show him to me. I'm gonna drop kick that motherfucker. Bro. I can't. I can't think of like I, I don't know, but I, I just know that out of here. I know that people don't like Will Ferrell movies, man. So, um, what are now we can get into the the details? What are some movies that uh are that you like that are hard to get people into? I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna start the boy off with a good old fashioned one. And when I first wrote the idea for this podcast, it was based around essentially this experience. It was me and this girl, and we'd kind of been dating for a minute. And I was like, let's watch a movie. It's one of my favorites because we're in film school. Everybody's like, you got to watch this movie. You got to see this movie. It's redemption and all those things. But if you can't get through the sheer amount of violence and sexual violence in that movie, then it's not for you. And I think we were watching it, and there is like a rape scene within the Mm -hmm. first... Five minutes. Like yeah. five to ten minutes of that movie. And she was just like, okay, so I'm just going to turn this off. And I was like, you know what? I, in hindsight, <laughs> I was a younger man at the time. Probably not the right move. You know, you got to tell people about what you're getting into. And so, like, <laughs> I totally get that. And um, what's his head? What's his, uh, I wrote his name. Uh, Malcolm McDowell. He lays down a fucking solid performance in that whole entire movie. The only other time you ever see this dude is in fucking as a Terrence McQuick and fucking Entourage. He's like the other dude who has an agency who's like Ari's rival. And that's, like, the only two things I know this guy in. So, like, I, I don't know. I thought it was an exciting movie and shit. But it's just, uh, yeah, never really. It's hard to get people to check it out. Donnie Darko is just okay. Everyone can fight me on that. <laughs> what? Get yeah, out of here, man. <laughs> Donnie Darko is fucking amazing. Nah, man. That shit dude. is, like, fucking angsty kids religion. No, <laughs> He's literally what? Jesus, dude. He's literally Jesus. He has oh, to come back and man. die to save everyone. You, gotta, man, you guys, you gotta, I gotta go back and rewatch that shit. That shit was amazing, bro. Wait, so I, what, what, what segment are, are we on so right now? We're in the, we're in the, the first question segment. So like the deep dive, like tell me about one of these films or two of them. I got two of them written, but uh, that would be hard to watch with somebody. The question is, uh, the first question it is, 
what movies are you into that are hard for you to get other people to watch and for what reasons? Too scary, too silly, too extreme. Um, but like, give me, like, go into a deep dive on a film. Tell me why. Okay. I'm going to say Kung Fu Hustle because even though yes, that's, yes, it's yes, an incredibly yes, yes. awesome movie. I fucking love it. I hear there's a sequel in the make, which Exciting. is going to be it's one incredible. I think it was one of like I've never seen favorites. it. You haven't seen Kung Fu. No. Right, look, have, look, you, have, you seen, have you seen Shaolin Soccer? Um, Shaolin Monk? No, Shaolin Soccer. Shaolin no, Soccer. No. Shaolin Soccer. All right, listen, Mickey, this is the perfect opportunity. And yeah. me and Marquette have seen it. And I know she didn't retain the information from this film because I love no, it. No, I liked it. Did so, you? Okay, well, so, pitch it to Nihi. Okay, so here, here's the movie. It, well, well, first of all, it's foreign. So, like, you have to read subtitles. So, that immediately puts a lot of people off. It's basically like, it's like, it's like Looney Tunes meets Kung Fu movies. And it's it really is like over the top balls to the wall. There's gonna be certain things where you're like, wait, is there magic in this world? Is there like, <laughs> is it supernatural? And you're like, I don't know, man. It's just fun. It's just happening. <laughs> it's just happening. So and All there's right, just yeah. over over the top action, but it's like, it it's written so well where it goes from like serious. To, to comedy, to like, just the tone is all over the place. And, but, but it handles it super well, though. I know you would really like it. I know you would it's enjoy it. Kind of like, like an anime almost. But it's one of those movies where it's like verbally difficult to explain I mean, to somebody. And, so I, like, I, and I think that would just the, put people the, off. The, the one, real quick, before you jump, I just want to say uh, Francisco <laughs> says that The Lobster was the wrong movie to watch after a oh blind date and God. or blind after a breakup. The Lobster. You are 100% right. Watch that movie after a breakup would fuck you up. And it's also on my list. What were you going to say, Nahid? I was going to say, Okay, so I feel like foreign foreign movies should be kind of like put off the list because I feel like a lot of people get put off by foreign movies. Cause I mean, a, that's the point. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, if we're gonna put foreign movies in this category, then I should put in a lot of Indian movies that I feel like are really, really good that people oh, are not I, gonna I watch. Have a, I have a set. I mean, you I, know what? People are not gonna watch because that. I feel like they just don't want to see because it's an Indian but, movie. There's but a barrier to foreign but, movies, you know. But the thing is, is like with with a lot of foreign movies, they weren't as like when Kung Fu Hustle came out, it was in theaters. Like it was it was widely shown across America as like a regular ass movie. So yeah, yeah. The thing so with it, uh, it, the kung fu movies too is that kung fu movies had a place in American culture. Yeah. So like uh, Indian movies well, really haven't landed in American culture at any point. I time, would but like, say Slumdog Millionaire. Was oh, well, Slumdog. Good. But I mean, like, I think mean, about, yeah. I mean, think about was, like the it's, kung it's fu. A Danny, it's a Danny Boyle movie. I'm so but, like, it has the clout to be in America. Think about <laughs> the kung fu movies that like Quentin Tarantino draws from. My dad grew up watching kung yeah. fu movies. Like kung fu movies have a place gotcha. in the American culture already. So like, I don't think that kung fu movies are that. Like everyone saw Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and come on, that shit's way the fuck out there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I remember watching Kung Fu Hustle. We went to um, a theater in Carmel, actually, and I, j I was like, I, I didn't know anything about it. My friends were like, the trailer looks dope. We went there, we sat in, and I was like, like it was just, it was such a bizarre experience. And I was like, I fucking love this movie. It's one of my favorites of oh. all time. So, anybody else got a deep death? Um, I, I'm ashamed that I had to Google this guy's name, but Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu. Yeah. Um, he has several movies that I love. Babel is, or Babel. 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 Babel is one of them. Yeah. And it, I tried. I I tried to get my parents to watch it, and it was really hard because, you know, it's kind of like five about five stories patched together that have same theme, but yeah. essentially they're not like a coherent movie for them. And so. And every story I, is very heavy in this movie. Every story is very heavy and very important. I, I loved how it was kind of like all over the place and all over the world. Then an, an another thing that my parents really don't like is to uh, read subtitles. So can, uh, can they, I, they can couldn't I, deal with it. Can I share a funny story about my experience with Babel? Yeah. yeah. So I, I haven't seen the movie properly. <laughs> so <laughs> the first time I saw the movie, for some reason, the version I had didn't have the subtitles. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was also a little intoxicated while I was watching <laughs> this movie. So, like, this whole movie, like, there's people speaking foreign languages, and I'm, like, the, the whole time I was, like, trying to make sense of it just visually and contextually, <laughs> and I was, like, wow, this is really avant-garde. Maybe it's just supposed to be like this, and I'm supposed to kind of, like, guess what's going on. You're to supposed like, to get it. Yeah, I was, I was thinking way too deep into it. I was, like, maybe they're not translating, so I have to, like, really, like, think about it. And then it was, like, after the, literally I watched the whole, whole movie that way. Until I realized, oh, wait, I didn't have the subtitles on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at that point, I was like, I'm not going to go back and watch this again. Yeah. There's also a great sample in that movie that I want to say, like, maybe Trey Songz used towards the end. The, like, theme song was used by, like, Trey Songz for, like, a fucking R&B bed song, which is weird. What do you got um, in the heat? One last movie I would like to mention that I felt like it's hard for people to, like, anybody to watch. 
Because the title kind of is, is, is off-putting, too. is House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. And like, yeah. Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie yeah, movies. Like, Devil's yeah, Rejects. Yeah, Devil's Rejects. Like, yeah. that shit was just like, I liked it. But Devil's Rejects was so not awesome. Many, yeah, not many people can get behind it, you know? Because they, like, so. flip the script at the end. They yeah. make you feel bad for the killers. <laughs> yeah. But. What do you got, Marquette? So I feel like Asterix and Obelix, Mission Cleopatra, really <laughs> captured your guys's, you know, attention. Yeah, well, pitch, yeah. the, pitch the movie to so us with no spoilers. Just, let me just push it to you, okay? <laughs> Hold on, doesn't Snoop so, Dogg do a music video for this one? Yes. Snoop Dogg <laughs> is involved in this movie. This okay. French movie for kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it already. All right. So <laughs> Asterix and Obelix are essentially kind of french national heroes they're just like mickey mouse for f- for french kids you but know they're what I mean? also dudes like actual they are two gallic like viking warriors um they started as a comic characters turned into a cartoon now this is like a live action movie um and so they need to for some reason that i will not disclose have to go to egypt um, where Cleopatra hires them to help build a castle that will top all the Roman architecture, and <laughs> they they go into some politics, <laughs> and it's very silly. Interesting. I'm 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 into it. I think I think I would check that out. She keeps pitching it, but we also can't find it anywhere online. <laughs> She's always like, "We're gonna have to go to check and go to like a supermarket and like find this fucking DVD and also, hope that it has English subtitles." Also, I don't know if you can see this on camera, but I just realized my. Blu-ray collection is actually in the studio, so if you want to know my taste in movies. Well, fun fact, I literally treat your Blu-ray collection like a library, and I just take movies and go and watch them and put them back. Well, I'm, I'm also upset I'm that they take up all this goddamn space, but at least we have a library that's close. There you yes. go. You can't get them back. So for yeah. my last one, I'm going to read off, and this is the, still on the same topic. You guys know Robin, or uh, not Robin Hood, uh, Little Red Riding Hood? Yes. Yes. So I took this class. It was like a creative writing class or a constructive thinking class, and when you relook at the story of Little I've Red Riding Hood... Sign. It's about, um, it's about, you know, it's about a little girl who's in a forest, right? And then the big bad wolf comes out and he tries to entice her and then he like tricks her throughout the rest of the journey to like get close with her to eat her. But like, if you think about it from the other way around, it's kind of like the story of like a predator who's like after this little girl and he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to eat you up. And like, it's a weird, it's got weird fucking tones to it. So like the little red riding hood story is meant to teach kids, like watch out for the strangers, but specifically like it's about a little girl who's being stalked. Right. So. There's this movie called Hard Candy. Yes. And I saw it after I saw Juno. So me and Ellen Page are the same age. So I've I've had a crush on Ellen Page. I am well aware of how much of a lesbian she is, but I've had a crush on her for the longest. All right. (laughs) And so this movie has a 14 year old Ellen Page in it who goes on a date with a 32-year-old man. And the 32-year-old man's played by Patrick Wilson. I had already seen Watchmen, so Patrick Wilson is the owl to me. So I'm seeing these two characters that I like. And, like, I already had this crush on Ellen Page, but seeing her as, like, a fucking 14-year-old teenager that's being, like, sexualized is, like, weird as shit, and it's fucking off-putting, and it makes you feel awful. So you keep watching a movie, and then you find out that the dude, Patrick fucking Wilson, is a, like, suspected pedophile. And then the movie just fucking tortures this dude to the point where you're like, I am uncomfortable. I really wish this would stop. Like, <laughs> this shit is like legitimately fucking no, like. It's, have you seen it? No. It's, it, it's, really it's good. like tearing me apart and like, I need this to end. I need somebody to die so that this movie can fucking stop. And it does not. <laughs> it keeps going. There's a halfway point that deals with a uh, mild spoiler. The halfway point deals with a fucking uh, testicle amputation scene. And I was watching it with somebody and she was like, nope, yeah. nope. And I was like, he's a pedophile. She's like, nope, turn, turn, turn it the fuck off. And I was like, well. Totally understandable. So, like, I've seen the whole movie, and I do think it's good, and, and it does and, have a message. And as gory fuck. as that sounds, trust me, it's 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 more. I would say psychological yes. torture. Like, it's not. It, it it's never so over the top where you visually can't stand it. It's it, a lot of it is like psychological, but it is a damn good movie. It is, man, and it's weird because like I mean, everybody here, no no one likes pedophiles. Like, they took like the worst person on the planet. And like, how far can we take this to the point where you're just like disgusting you don't want any of this shit to go down anymore and that's the fucking movie and it's good but for it's just Mm -hmm. i don't know man god anyway so that's what (laughs) that's a good one oh straw dogs too we're gonna talk more about straw dogs later Oh, you guys have never seen Straw Dogs? I don't think so. Oh, man. They did a remake with uh, Alexander Skarsgård in it. We're going to talk about the Skarsgårds a lot, I guess. But uh, <laughs> the first one is a movie from 1971. I'm going to be getting to it. It's got Dustin Hoffman in it. It's when Dustin Hoffman, uh, he was doing like Graduate around the same time. So, yeah. 
So, anybody got anything else to add to this one before we move to the next one? We can move to the next one. Uh, uh, are we moving to the, the one movies we have to stop watching? Yeah, like yeah. what's a moment in the movie that like you were just like, nope, got to quit. Like what? What? Yeah. How far can you get into a movie? And you, something has to happen. It has to be something huge for me too. To be like, nope, 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 nope. I nope. Uh, I have two movies that I watched in the theater, and I had to leave the theater. Damn, go for it. And but you need to give me reasons why. Did you get I a need, refund? I need to know. <laughs> so the f- first one of them we actually went to see with my history teacher, and I fucking hate him for that, and I will never forgive him for traumatizing <laughs> me like that. Um, it was a movie, um, it's a German movie, hold on, called The Tin Drum or The Blechtrommel, which is based on Gunter Grass' novel. Um, it actually got Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film that year, and I just don't understand fucking why. So, it's, the premise of The Tin Drum is uh, this child that um, at the age of three decides that being an adult sucks and he just decides that he just wants to stay a child, a three-year-old child for the rest of his life. And so he just doesn't, like, this decision leads him to not grow up and continue to be his three-year-old self while he matures internally. So then there are several scenes where there's, like, sex happening with this child, it's very fucked up. It's it's not like actual like you know yeah, doing yeah, it, yeah. but I like mean, it's, it's yeah. there's a lot of allusions. They're very graphic. Is it a good movie though? <sighs> no, it's just yeah. very long <laughs> for no reason, and it just goes in. And I, so I, I had like a big argument with my teacher about this because I was just like not comfortable at all. And they were like, you know, maybe you should just watch, uh, like, read the books. The books are bad. I'm like, it's about the same fucking shit because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and your well, history teacher thought that this was fucking necessary. Apparently, this movie is about, um, and I know that a lot of people are going to tear me apart because I'm sure it's, like, a lot of people's favorite movies, you know. But it, apparently, it's about, like, uh, it's an allusion to, like, being in Nazi Germany and, like, growing up there. Uh, because it is happening during, you know, like Hitler is in power yeah. and when this child decides that he doesn't want to grow up. So, I mean, it, it has a message to say, but the way it decides to show it is absolutely, utterly, like, unbearable. I left the theater midway. Um, my teacher came to check up on me and I was just, like, so mad. I was like, just just go. It's, it's almost over. Just sit sit on, on, on the corner if you, don't, if you don't like it. I returned back to the fucking theater to see his mom, like... Being traumatized by seeing uh, a, a, a dead cow's like head filled with eels on the beach. The There's these like eels coming out of this cow's head's ear eye holes. And then she got pregnant and she's like, well, my child is so fucked up. I don't want to have another kid. So then she just like eats raw fish so that she can like have abortion. I'm like, what the fuck? This movie sounds uh <laughs> sounds like it's got a lot of shit going on in it. Yeah, man. It was literally I, I think it was like two and a half hour of absolute like <laughs> agony for me. Interesting. And it's there's one much. more movie that I actually left the theater for, which was either the second to last or the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie. If you mean the last in the trilogy? Not not the trilogy. Like there they were there were like six movies, weren't there? I think there's like there's quite five. A there's maybe? a few. There's a few. Yeah. So I don't remember which one it was, but I was just like, I loved the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Second, third, I was like, hey, I, I watch it for you know Jack Sparrow, and then the fourth or fifth, I was just like, and the fourth hell. one, a priest fucks a mermaid. Yeah, I think that might have been the one. <laughs> anyway, that's horrible. Anyway, I, I had to leave the theater for that. Yeah. So I totally get that. Because, like, I don't know, man. Some of those, especially, like, the whole, like, when you watch, like, some German films are pretty intense. So, I get that. I also think that uh, even, like, Human Centipede is a German film, but. <laughs> of course it fucking is. <laughs> Mark Katz, if somebody wants to know what that movie was called again, the German one. It's called The Tin Drum. The Tin Drum. T-I-N. In, in German, it's Die Blechtrommel. Um, what about what about you, Mickey? What, what what's a point in the movie that you have to just like stop watching? The Love Guru is a terrible movie that you can't watch at all. <laughs> so here's the thing with me: movies, even if it's a bad movie, like if I turn on a movie 
I'm committing to it. Yeah. Even if it's like, if I'm 20 minutes in and I'm like, this sucks, I'm probably going to stick it out just because I've started it and I want to give it its due <laughs> diligence. Yeah. There's only one movie I can recall that I turned it off because I just got bored and it wasn't anything particularly egregiously bad about it. It's just like, so before the zombie craze was the vampire craze, right? Yeah, I remember. And there was a video game called uh, Blood Rain. Okay. It was now... Make sure you oh, pitch, yeah, pitch it a little bit, a, too, to give people a sense of what the movie's all about. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it's a, it was a video game adapt, a, adaptation of Blood Rain, and she's, like, this really hot vampire. It's a shooting game. I had a crush on the character. I was like, oh, shit, a live-action Blood Rain? Oh, shit, they picked a really good actress. It looks pretty legit, so I watched it. And it's just it's, it's a video game live-action adaptation, which never... Yeah, never goes well. ...really goes well. So... It was just boring. It was just it, this is supposed to be like a really balls to the wall action character, and there wasn't a whole lot of that happening. And the scripting was just god awful. And it's it's the only I, I really try to think about this because I was like, man, I, I, there's not a lot of movies that I haven't made it through, and that was really the only one. Now, I have not walked out of a Fast and Furious movie yet. <laughs> Because I know what okay here's you know what, a, you're, you know no, what you're getting I, into exa- you're exactly doing. exactly I know what I'm getting into every time before a Fast and the Furious movie now I'm like Mickey don't even suspend your disbelief just leave it's just, a fairy tale with just 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 leave, leave it, it at, at the, the door. door leave your disbelief at the door <laughs> and I do that up. and I do that I take the disbelief out of my mind and I leave it at the door and they still do at least one thing <laughs> where it's just like fuck you like it's just what happened in Blood Rain that made you stop watching? I can't remember. I think I just got bored. I Damn, literally, I so it was just like stale. It was just stale. It was it's just called Blood Rain and it was stale. Blood Rain, it was an adaptation of a video game. It was just stale. The actress was hot, but like that's the only movie I can remember just turning it off. Yeah. But I might walk out of a Fast and Furious. Movie I mean, there's a part where they're in <laughs> that part where they're in Dubai and they're jumping the car from uh yeah. <laughs> Look, man, like, listen, I don't I don't care. I'm at the Fast and Furious so I can watch dumb shit happen. That's the only reason I can't. I'm expecting dumb shit to happen, but there's always one stunt where it's just like, Like come on. (laughs) I'm still a big fan of The Rock flexing out of his cast, no matter what. Well, I'm 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 excited for uh, Hobbs the Hobbs Hell movie yeah. because there's one part in the trailer where the where the jo- the, the Rock is holding on to a jeep a and a helicopter. <laughs> so we'll see how that He's goes. He's gonna be the new Captain America. So Nahid, what do you oh, got, man? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, one more movie. Yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I watched this all the way, but I might have also you had to have leave it, Mickey. Uh, Ten thousand BC. Uh, I can see that. Oh, yeah. There's also a part in, I only know the sexual parts from my movies. There's a part in 10,000 BC where somebody convinces a uh, prehistoric man to uh, tell his wife to eat a bunch of berries before she gives him a blowjob. But those berries are spicy. And so she comes running out, he comes running out of the tent and he's like, ah! And he's like waving uh, at his penis. And then the, the girl lady comes out and she comes waving at her mouth and she's like, ah! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That, that either happens in that movie or Apocalypto, what one the or the fuck? other. It might have been Apocalypto. Yeah, I can't. Remember. I mean, they were like they both came out at the same time. Really They're kind of movie. the same movie. That might be same another like movie that's premise. hard to recommend: Apocalypto or Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ. <laughs> well, one because of Mel Gibson. <laughs> what do you got to heat? All right, man. I got okay. So I already said it's Human Centipede. I, I had to leave during that shit. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. That was just way too out of my realm of like. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another one was uh, Faces of Death. Oh my God! Fuck no! That's just a thing where people die, right? Yeah, I, had, I couldn't. I couldn't do that one. That, that that was too much. And another one I couldn't do was VHS. Anybody's ever seen? Oh those no, movies? I, I kind of dug VHS. Dude, I can do uh-huh. VHS. I think it was like maybe it was VHS two. VHS two, where it was like, okay, this is getting way. Is that the one where they're in the base? They're in the dude's house. They're looking through all the VHS tapes. Yeah, and I can't remember which one. What the setup is for either yeah, one. Yeah, I, th- I think the one that got me the one they were in like a random house and they found the VHS tape. Yeah, and they started watching it, and then like in the VHS tape, because the thing about it is like it's a VHS tape. Like that's like it's kind of hard to doctor a VHS tape. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So when you get a VHS tape and it's something that horrific, it's just like, oh shit. I feel like that know? shit's real. Like there's like stuff with like fucking demons and shit and like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's, I guess the stuff that makes me go, okay, I can't watch it anymore when it's like, it's, it could be, I don't know, the real reality of it. Mm-hmm. Is there any non-horror movie on your list? Um, no. Not really. I feel like no. I've I've been able to sit through a lot of movies. Daniel, Georgie. I mean, you you will not believe me. But I actually sat through 
next one. That shit. Daniel Georgie, what's what's wrong with my big fat Greek wedding? Uh, it's just a terrible movie. What? No, that's a great. Put some Windex on it. Um, <laughs> Joshua Abraham or uh, yeah, Joshua Abraham. Uh, the Lobster Man. I see. I like the Lobster. I do think what, it's too long. What is the Lobster? The Lobster. Listen, let me. I love Lobster. On. I'm going to pitch me the. Lobster. I'm, I'm going to pitch you the Lobster. Pitch it. All right. So the Lobster is a Colin Farrell movie where in the future, if you can't have a relationship with somebody past the age of thirty, you get sent off to this place where they'll turn you into your favorite animal. Now, at this place, you have, I want to say, 30 days to make a new relationship. And if you can't, then that's when you get turned into an animal and you get to pick. Everybody picks a cat or a dog or a horse. Colin Farrell's like, I want to be a lobster. <laughs> and so the plan is that they're going to turn him <laughs> into a lobster. Now, also, what else happens in this movie that drives me nuts is there's, there's this like lady who cleans the rooms. It's like a hotel. And she comes by, and every day it's mandatory. You have to lay back and pull your pants down to your underwear. And she gives you like a fucking, she like twerks on you. To get you like horny, to be like, you better go find a mate, because if you don't, we're going to turn you into a fucking lobster. And it's just about, it's about people <laughs> who have a hard time, like, being in relationships, and how, like, society kind of casts them out, and how they become, like, if you're, like, 40 and single, like, you're, like, the other, you're mm. on the outside of that. And so that's what the movie's about, and there's this whole other society outside of the hospital. And it's it's interesting. It's trying to say something, but it's fucking weird. And it's also about, <laughs> like, 30 minutes too long. Lobsters I, live a very long I time. Liked, I liked Lobster. And it also Jokes. reminded me a little bit of the movie Her. Yeah, it does remind you of Her a little bit. Which is also a very hard movie to pitch to people and yeah, have them watch. It is, it but is. I love I've it. Seen oh, it. I love it. I've seen her like twice. Right? Because you like, yeah, so he fucks his computer and people are like, what now? You're like, well, well, it's like Siri, but you fall in love with her. People are like, what? <laughs> but come on. So, um, <laughs> so mine, uh, I, I got two for you. Uh, there's this movie. The first one, it wasn't me deciding to stop watching. And I do think that this one is a good movie, too. It's called Straw Dogs, and it's from the 1971. It's got Dustin Hoffman in it. And Dustin Hoffman is in his young couple. It's him and his British girl, and she's from this town. And they go live in this Cornish uh, countryside while Dustin Hoffman is doing research. But um, it's also during the war, and I think that Dustin Hoffman is doing this college research so that he doesn't have to get drafted for the war. It's, it's a while back. It's in the 70s. And so the girl he marries is super hot, and all the townspeople are jealous that, like... She's fucking, like, married to, like, this weird dude uh, who's, like, kind of soft and meek. And they start, like, harassing him. And I've, like, you know, there's some, uh, some, some sexual violence in there. But I'm watching it with this girl. And the moment where she decides it's time to stop watching the movie is when somebody hangs the cat. They hang a cat in the closet by its neck and like it dies. And she goes to, like, turn on the light in the closet and, like, pulls the light string. And the cat's just like, no. Oh, and the girl watching with is just like fuck no, like fuck no. I'm like hold on, like people are getting beat up and raped in this movie, and like you draw the line where they're like lynch the cat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so like I finished watching the movie because like I, well, I've obviously watched it after she left, and I thought it was tight, man. Like it's um the movie you should if you get the chance to watch Straw Dogs, watch the old one. It's just about like it's this dude and he's got to like stand up and become a man because he's like this quiet meat guy and he like home alones the house at the end. And people are trying to get in the house and are getting like eaten <laughs> by bear traps and shit. It's, it's just movies from like back in the day. They just like it, you can tell like the time that it was in. Man, it's yeah. crazy. I think it's a. Uh, I, I think it's a good one. Uh, the other one is uh, Requiem for a Dream. I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, I've seen that movie all the way through, but the first time I watched it, I had to pause. Ass to ass. You Dude, know I what saw I that whole ass to ass. I saw that whole movie. Didn't your uh, well? You tell yours first, and then you have a funny story too, right? So like your, your mom bought it, or somebody in your family bought it for a kid, thinking it was like a math movie or something like that, because it had like math. Requiem for a Dream. Because it had like math symbols on the front. Or something like that. I remember oh you told me something like that. But anyways, Chris, go ahead. So uh, the part where fucking Harry's like trying to get that needle in his arm. And he's just digging in like that black Ooh. hole. I was like, fuck. No. It, Requiem for a Dream, great movie. But the first time I watched it, I was like, nah, dog, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 I can't kind of get would, beyond this point. It would fuck me up for a little bit. Oh, my God. Like, it literally makes my arm hurt thinking about it. It was just so... <laughs> Like fucking like so visceral, bro. Yeah. bro. That movie, I loved it. I loved that movie so much. I've seen it so many times. I loved the the music to it, dude. Yeah. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Shit, it was so good. I've seen the movie so many fucking times. I remember I used to like go over my buddy's house and watch it. It was great. So uh, one more to add to this list. It's once again, it's one of those. Uh, because I know you know a lot of you guys haven't been, bro. If you think the podcast is boring, you can just leave. So how about that? <laughs> 
So this movie's called Thriller or Cruel Story, and it's uh, it's um, I forget what Swedish pick the the Swedes, even though they have a very nice place where they live and how they exist. Uh, it doesn't work out very well in this movie. It's about this young girl who gets like kidnapped when she's a kid, and she gets like sexually abused, so she can't talk anymore. And then she grows up, and this like rich dude comes through her town, and he addicts her to heroin. And he's like, hey, now you're addicted to heroin. You got to become like a fucking like prostitute for me. And all the sex scenes are like super visceral. That's not the part that I stopped watching at. It's called in um, Swedish. It's called like they call her one eye because like they cut this girl's eye out in the movie. But like they use a cadaver. So it's just like an actual knife on an actual eyeball. But they use a cadaver. And like I know what an eye looks like when it's cut open with a knife and like spills out. And I was like, yep. Yep, sorry, movie. Sorry, sorry movie. I'm gonna. How do they get away with that one? Because it's it's in a different country, and it's like so. This is the way everybody in like film schools like, oh, you like Quentin Tarantino? Quentin Tarantino pulls his ideas from this movie. Like, it's all about revenge. It's all about kick ass women, and like all the sex scenes are super graphic. You, you're gonna love it, dude. And you're like, all right. And no one tells you about the eye part. That's the joke. That's the whole like film school joke part. Yeah. That no one tells you you're gonna see a fucking eyeball cut in half, like I, a delicacy. It's kind of like uh, old boy with like the octopus part. Yeah, which was which I'm not expecting at all. And then I was like, oh. Oh, old boy, is also that, is the end that, of is old boy. That's CGI. That's not CGI. That's real. He's oh my doing god, it. he just did that. Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I do think if you're into old school like fucking revenge flicks, check it out because it's a good movie. Like it, it really is, but also like it's brutality, brutality, brutality. Then seeing something that your body is not prepared to actually fucking see, and then bagoosh, she blows a bunch of people's heads off. <laughs> Have you guys seen the movie Little Children? No. No. No, I don't think I want to see it either. <laughs> right, it's, based off of the topics. I don't know, man. I'm here, bro. It, it has Kate Winslet in it. Oh. Uh, but it's like... It, oh, no. Is Kate it a Wins- horror movie? Kate Winslet, no, back in the it's day, not, Kate Winslet? It's or not Case a horror movie. Yeah. It's post, post-Titanic <laughs> I mean, Kate Winslet. Still, she's still good. Post-Titanic Kate, Kate Winslet? Yeah. Oh. She, um, so her ego was out there, like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's a very like I, I I didn't understand why she agreed to do it because it's like a very experiential experimental movie um about a pedophile. Oh man, it's uh it's very unsettling, Cheers. very hard to go through until the end. I had to pause. Sounds it like a Oscar chaser and finish it another day. Uh, I did finish it. I don't regret watching it, but I would probably not watch it again. Um, it was it was hard. <laughs> So before we move on to the second to last topic, and also guys listening on the podcast, we're going to be doing call-ins. If you want to talk about some movies, if you want to pitch us some movies, that's that's what the call-in is this time, all right? If you want to call in, go to our Discord. You're going to find information for the Discord down in the description. Once you get onto the Discord, go all the way down to the voice channels uh, section, and you need to hop into the one called the queue. Now, when we talk to you, though, what we want to hear is what your name is, where you're from, and then we want you to pitch a movie to us that we should definitely totally check out. Even though it's probably kind of ridiculous. So yeah. for the last section, I'm curious, like, what is it about these movies oh, that? I thought, you, I thought you were talking about a movie that we sat through for somebody else. Oh no, this was uh, when was the second to last question? Uh, there was. Oh yeah, my bad. Movies that you sat through because of someone else. Yeah. All right. Um, well, yeah, go ahead. Hey man, I sat through Grown Ups too. Let <laughs> <laughs> me fucking tell you, I, I sat through that shit, and I was like, Is that the one where the goat pees in someone's mouth or it, the, the deer? It was pretty bad. I was sitting there going. This is really bad. I was looking over and I was looking at the individual I was with and they were like laughing. And I was like, this is really fucking bad. Like they, I think they just, I, I feel like Hollywood just like threw the money to get paid at to do this. Would you share? Who no, you no, 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 no. It, it, it wasn't anybody. It, it was a, it was, it was a, like a, a regular date. But okay. like, um, yeah, man. Um, yeah. It that shit was horrible. I'm sorry. Adam Sandler, I'm surprised your career didn't end. And, like, Chris Rock, and, like, I just feel like they were just having fun. I feel like the studio just kind of paid them to be like, yo, I mean, go make a movie and jerk off while you're doing it. Well, that's how people feel about uh, some Will Ferrell movies. Yeah. That's bullshit, because Will Ferrell movies are fucking hilarious. Mentality I, at night. I agree. I agree a, with is you. Is it a b- Baby Jesus? I agree with the you. The sweet baby Jesus? I agree with you. Um, okay, <laughs> so so like I told you before, I tend to sit through movies even if I'm personally not enjoying them. So the only movies that I've ever sat through was like when I was watching like a, a Indian movie with my parents. Yeah. Now, I will preface this. Bollywood has gotten a lot better. There's, there's actually some... I still qu- want to see Bahubali. There's actually some quality stuff coming out of Bollywood now, but I would say like back in the day, 
it was like the same goddamn story <laughs> over and over again. And they're usually like three and a half, four hour movies sometimes, man. And, we'll, and it's like this girl, he falls in love with, or this guy falls in love with this girl, but the girl has this mean father and she's already getting married to this other dude. And now he's got to get man. in there and impress and get the approval. And there's like 10 dance numbers. Hey, don't there's make, 10 dance numbers. Hey, and, don't, and, and you know, it, it was usually, what is that movie called let me finish, bro. And it was, uh, it, it was usually, Family night, and I think I just sat through some of those movies just because I was hanging out with my family. But I, you know, Bollywood's. I'm, 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 I'm happy to see Bollywood uh, up in their quality nice. lately. Makes makes me proud. Hey man, some of those movies are pretty good. Don't, don't remember that one. Yeah, movie I don't with, disagree with, with you. But and and they were and they were on the. Uh, I forget. Did I forget the Gidden. No, Dilwale, Yeah, there's some classics, but man, I'm saying man, he, I'm he saying, jumped off the train, man. But, he got beat up by like the parents. But, but you cannot disagree when I say Bollywood. I can't speak for its state today, but it definitely used to be quantity over quality. So for me, uh, I, agree. I was uh, hanging out. And I was dating this chick, and we watched. Uh, oh my god, fuck! I can't remember the movie. Oh, we watched uh, Fargo, right? And she was like, "What the fuck is this trash?" This movie is terrible. And I was like, oh, my God, what? She was like, no, like, I don't even understand what you like in movies like Fargo is trash. And I was like, "Okay, listen, because essentially I'm about to stop talking to you. I need you to show me a movie that's good. What do you think is a good movie? And we watched this movie. I couldn't find the name of it. I thought it was either Skeptic or Doubting Thomas, but it's literally about this dude. The main character's name is like Tom. All right. He's a doubting Thomas. And like something happens in his life and he's like, I don't believe in God anymore. And everyone around him's like, but you should totally believe in God. And he's like, I doubt that God exists. And that's the whole fucking movie. All right. And I was just like rolling my eyes. She was like, you get it? Like he doesn't believe in God anymore, but everyone wants him to believe. And I was like, cool. So uh, this is probably the last time we're going to hang out. Let's just never watch movies together again because it turns out. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to, if anybody knows this movie, I can't, it was either called Skeptic or it was called something, man. I just, I'm looking, I looked at the thing Skeptic and couldn't find it, but it was, oh my God. He just, <sighs> oh, Jennifer Lopez. Did you, did you guys ever see Gili? Oh yeah. Gili was fucking terrible. Hey, bro, <laughs> I saw Gili because of her butt. Hey, the, <laughs> hey, the cell is good though. There was a good general. No, the cell is interesting. I don't, I don't think it's good. Hey, um, the cell was fucking trash, bro. What are you talking about? I hated it was, that movie. It was, it was like weird. I, um, I mean, I also sat through Grease like a hundred. Listen, I think Grease is fine. Uh, I think Grease is a fine movie and a fine musical, but there's no reason to watch it a hundred fucking you times. Saw, I, I've never seen Grease. I've literally, I'm dead serious. I've probably seen Grease like a right, hundred times a lot, but I've definitely seen Grease like twenty times. Oh, you know what? Hollywood just pitched us a movie that's going to be difficult to get people to watch. What is it? Cat. <laughs> oh god! I don't oh, think yeah. it's gonna be good though. Or yeah. Sonic? Yeah. Uh, Sonic. No, hey, I, Sonic is getting a revisit, fam. They about to change shit up. Bro, no one wanted that movie. <laughs> I wanted that. Do you movie remember when up. they made a Super Mario movie and it was trash? Yes, and they were like, I loved it. Oh, it the live great. action! It's a guilty pleasure Listen, of mine. I've seen it one John like five Zama times. Too, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. John Leguizamo, John Leguizamo as yeah, Luigi like the, was like the, fucking amazing. The lizard things, like <laughs> the Goombas. Yoshi, they get some shuffling. He had a Yoshi in the movie, also. He also played guitar in that same movie. Dude, so. That shit was so good, man. <laughs> um, uh, we're almost at the. We're, we're getting towards the last fifteen minutes, so um, I didn't answer. Would you answer, please? Yeah. Answer. There's uh, only two movies that I want to share that I was forced to watch. Out because I was too polite. To <laughs> Why won't you watch it with me? I'm not. I'm never gonna watch it again. It's three hours of my life, absolutely wasted. Scarjo, no. aliens. Yeah, bro, I refuse to watch anything that's like three hours long. That's What's like right. General, I, it's just too like. Life it is better short. be good. Well, life not, is short. You know, sometimes you gotta take it in two parts. Mickey, like, you wanna watch Under the Skin together? I wanna, yeah, me I and Mickey are gonna get some beers and watch Under the Skin yeah, together. I kind of wanna watch Under the Skin want, together. And yeah. There is one more title that I was shamed into watching by this entire group because you oh know they felt offended that I haven't watched it. And honestly, it was okay, but it wasn't. That uh, I don't know. What was Groundbreaking it? for me, Fight Club. <gasps> what? Oh, you fucking! Oh my god! Oh, what? Are did you, you serious? Did you? Are you sure you saw the right copy? First off, was first this like the first middle off, children of uh, history, man? Listen, no place. I'm no googling purpose. the voice lawyers right now. First off, I knew right away what was happening. <gasps> like it did. You know, like him being not really there. Spoilers. That's upsetting. Fight Club like changed. I just all no. Of I liked it. I liked the story. I liked the acting. I liked the atmosphere. 
But it was just a shine. Actually, it was okay. Marketo, Marketo, It was like just three okay. Chuck okay. Palahniuk books right after that movie came out. So I maybe, was obsessed. maybe the problem is that you guys hyped it so much for me. That's true. I, I also, That's true. Also, that can happen. Also, I think so. I feel like you watched it. Like so, I feel like some pe- some movies are really good for its time. That movie at the time when it came out, it was. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Wait, Marquetta, Marquetta. On that note, though, this is gonna be a shameless plug for the for the book club. Have you read any Chuck pa- uh, Palahniuk books? Yeah, he's really uh, good. I, did I actually read, one. read okay, those can books. I, can I, I recommend since, since you've already seen Fight Club, Fight Club either so either do Fight Club the book it's so or good. or Survivor. Survivor is very good. Survivor. Yeah, you should do Survivor for book club. It is. I've read Survivor. Are you gonna join me? I will do. Yes, because I'm. Yeah, yes, yes. He that, says he won't read it, but he's already read it. So no, 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 I'll reread it again. So, Damn. so, so it's a book that's written not backwards, but it starts from page three hundred and it winds down to one. Ooh, and it's like it's it's just a fucking good ass book. Oh, it's nuts. All right, I'm with it. Well, I apologize, guys. If you want to unsubscribe now, please don't do it no, because no, no, no. I'm hey, just no, one no, eight. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I watch Chuck Palahniuk. Like I I love Tyler Durden. Yeah. There's a piece of Tyler Durden in all of us. Oh, we all know this. I just want to clarify that it was okay. But <laughs> the way you hyped it up was, well, I was just like, it's expe- fair. I was expecting a spectacle. It's fair because all of us, we saw it without having it hyped Project up. Yeah, yeah. I remember. It was, yeah. just like, it was just a movie I saw. And I was like, God damn. What was it called? Was it called? called Project Mayhem? Project Mayhem. Project Mayhem. Project Mayhem. We did not talk Mayhem. about Project Mayhem. So uh, this is on the very last topic is like, what do you think it is about these movies that really kind of gets you going? Uh, I want to go first on this one. So I got a little chunk. Are you talking about like our original list? No, no, I just mean like in general, like what is it? So there's there's something to be said about these movies that are almost kind of extreme, not quite exploitive, but almost there that like people did the whole exploitation movement. There was exploitation movement. There was the black exploitation movement. There's a lot of exploitation movements that said a lot about these films and these films said a lot about the movements in time. So I'm just saying like, I think that there's substance there. And the one I want to talk about which is one that I, I would totally recommend to anybody that's watching. It's called Love. Uh, it's a Casper Noel film. Dude's just a, he's known as a regular fucker that makes movies and shit. It's a French movie, and it's all set in English, though. So they're all talking about English, talking English or speaking English. And the reason why that one's really hard to get people to watch is because none of the sex in it is fake, and it starts off with, like, a two-minute and 50-second unbroken sex scene where the camera does not cut, it is pulled back, and you see it all from start to finish. Interesting. And it's not like, it's not even the type of sex where angles can be hidden. There, you see it all. (laughs) You just, like, the the position that they're in is just like, it's, oh, that's how the movie starts. So, like, if you can't get past that, you're not gonna like it, but, like, the relationship with the people in the movie, it's kind of about, like, this young dude who him and his girl were dating and then they kind of got into it with this other girl. And like, it's about a love triangle, but in a way that seems super reasonable and like super understandable. <laughs> uh, Danny Darko says that love is a straight up porn. It, there, You do see a guy come in the first two minutes and 50 seconds. So kind of, but like, I, I think it's a good film. And the main character reminds me of one of my friends a ton. And I, I keep telling him, I'm like, dude, you should watch this movie. You should watch this movie. But like, he can't. He's got like a kid and shit. And like <laughs> his girlfriend's gonna be like, "Dude, you're watching fucking porn in the living room." Like, but just the relationships and the way that the people interact with each other in the movie is interesting, and it's an interesting story. And it's the story's told interestingly, and it, it's it's it a good movie, me but of it's scam hard. for adults. It does kind of feel like scam for adults. Interesting, but also yeah. there is just straight P and V. There is like a five minute threesome in that movie that like is unbroken. Okay, like right. camera's like I'm not moving. This is just happening. All right. Interesting, but I think that movies like that because they can kind of get into like the visceral thing. They can get into the tougher parts of life, the things that are hard to explain, and like by also adding in the sex stuff, it, it does mean that that movie is going to be a little bit sensationalist. But it also means that like you kind of feel the realness of it. It's like one of your buddies you haven't seen in five years went through a crazy breakup in France, and he sits down and tells you all the gory details. But like, it's it's to keep your attention a little bit, but also to let you know exactly how deep the shit goes and how he feels about it. Yeah, um, for me. I'll, I'll use like primer as an example. Like it's Great a movie, movie. It's a movie I would love for people to see and like be able to like talk about and stuff because like the first time you see it, you're like, what am I like? It doesn't fully make sense. Like right off the bat really. So, but I will say there's also the phenomenon of like when you tell somebody to do something like, Hey man, listen to this song. You're like, yeah. So I think there's that has to do a little bit with that too. And I think there's just like certain things that, 
I would rather just watch by myself and like get like Primer is a pretty introspective movie. Can I ask you a question about Primer? Yeah. Uh, one, who told you to watch it? And two, how many times did you watch it? Um, I think I actually saw it in like uh, one of those internet articles. Like, like for real? Yeah, like like you know certain movies that you have to watch, and then like I saw it, and then I looked at reviews, and it looked pretty funky, and it was like an indie film. And um, have you seen it more than once? I've seen it like maybe two or three times. I definitely, Same here. I, def- I definitely need to go back and revisit it. But Mike Lugerai pitched it to me because there was a point in time where me and him were only writing like like skits and scripts around time travel. And he was yeah. like, we got to watch this. And I watched it. And I was like, bro, this is so good. And we like read the diagrams. And then I watched it again on my own and call even more shit. It's like every time I watch that movie, I understand oh, yeah. a new portion of it. Definitely. So I don't know. There, there are certain movies that I know that I just kind of enjoy by myself. And if, if, if I organically happen to share it with somebody, that's cool. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just enjoy certain things. Well, so are we naming out movies that we want to share? So, with I mean, the one that you want to share, but also like why you think like Mickey's saying that he thinks that Primer's a good one because like it, it, the, the story's good, but also you got to kind of watch it on your own. You got to kind of get in. He's saying that okay. the, the effect. So like uh, the, the reason why you like movies like this. Okay. I would recommend people to watch the movie Moon. If anybody's <gasps> ever seen it. Yeah. Moon. You know, that's um, uh, David Rockwell. Bowie's son. Directed oh, that. Did not know that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sam I would recommend amazing. It's it's a movie that like I feel like you should just watch it on your own and just it'll it'll make you question some things about like you know who you are, consciousness, and like you know like human emotion and that one made me tear up. Just yeah. being the word being human in general, what it means. I feel like yeah. um, it's it's a really good movie. I love it. I'd watch. I, I watched it because of a class. Nice, and it was. Fucking phenomenal. So Hold on. A, I want to say something about Moon, and it, it goes to the point. So Moon is kind of about self identity and all that. And there's only two actors in a movie. Like there's Kevin Spacey's voice, and then the rest of the movie yeah. is all Sam Rockwell, which is important because if there were more people in the movie, it would kind of miss that point. And because this movie can do that, is the reason why it gets that message across. So it's hard to watch. It's hard to tell people to watch, but it's yeah. also so good, and yeah. it's good for that reason. Two things. Well, so one one comment about Moon is. Uh, that I really enjoyed. I didn't expect it to get me so emotionally, but the but the moment when he figures out what yeah. is yeah. Ha- what is happening and his reaction to that, it was so subtle, but it was so like good. And I was like, "Fuck." Sam Rockwell. Oh yeah, point. dude. And like again, it's just like just the way they had him going. You know yeah. what I mean? Just it's nuts. And I also I can't believe none of us, neither of us mentioned this, but I think I thought of the perfect movie that I would love to share with people, but there's just no way you could get somebody to sit through this rubber. Oh, yeah. I was in the, I was in the name rubber. rubber, but like I've never seen it. I've just like, I've heard it's about so it. It's so good. It's, it's good. So it's a commentary. Good. You gotta be like, people like, what's rubber about? You're like, it's about a, a tire. tire that uh, kills people with its mind. And they're like, they just put you on pause. <laughs> <laughs> But but it is a really 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 good movie. Like that's why I watched it because I was like, what the fuck? Like I, when you read the synopsis of the movie, you're like, okay, I have to. I think like, then, all right. Right. Nostalgia Critic does like a review on it, which is funny to see people review this movie because like it, it's almost beyond reviewing. Yeah, how many people does that thing kill, dude? It's a great movie. It's such a good, what? No, it's such a good it because it, it is like a self aware commentary on the genre and yeah. it's just it's so good. It's so well done. It's right. it's a movie about movies, but it's also about a tire. <laughs> Are we Candy Wap, what do you got? So, um there's this one movie called Never Let Me Go that I mentioned earlier. Um I would one hundred percent recommend everybody to watch it. It's um it's a great commentary on society and on, you know, challenges of modern times with you know science coming out with new and new technologies and um this one specifically in medical field it's about a group of clones who kind of like you know grow up together in this like secluded um school or some sort of institution and then uh for the last and when they are 18 years old they all are uh, required to be harvested for organs. Okay, so it's like the island kind of, but better. I don't know. The island sucks. I don't know island. Um, but this one is really nice. It's a British production, I believe, and I. This is probably one of the best movies of all times for me. It like doesn't ever fail to make me cry. <laughs> um, and I watched it like ten times already. Um, and I would watch it again tomorrow or today. I don't care. I yeah. can always watch. Never let me go. It's it's a great movie. 
and like all the all the actors are just like nobodies. There's like nobody you know, and and it's just so phenomenal. Hmm. All right. So with that being said, uh, if you guys want to go hop on over to the Discord, we're gonna take some calls. We're gonna take some calls, calls, calls. Are we doing pitches? Uh, so we're running out of time for pitches. So let's see who's all sitting in the call thing, and if we got the time, we'll do some pitches. I want. I want to do my pitch. Well, how about we'll we'll end on pitches because everyone's. <laughs> what are we pitching again? <laughs> Somebody tell me what we're. I don't have. We one. we were supposed to do a we come up with a movie pitch that, uh, would be a good movie, uh, but might be hard for people to watch or recommend to people. I gotta restart Discord. And so I, uh, <laughs> how about you guys do pitches while I restart Discord? Oh, I got one. Go ahead. Gotta be a movie you come up with. Uh, a movie that I came up with. Okay, um, his name is Billy Roberts. <laughs> he works at the abortion clinic, oh. and he's the doctor. Oh, that does all the messy stuff. Oh God! And it's his life and dealing with, you know, female. You know, okay. dealing with everything, so the law, politi- dealing, political, political stuff. You know, yeah. all that good stuff, and dealing with the hardship that you know. That's what he does for a living. Is he gets rid of. Up. Fetuses, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I, uh, that might be. It would be hard to watch. Um, I'm gonna do that one. I'm gonna do mine. Is that cool? Because I don't want you to go last. Because I feel like yours is a big one. This one no, is no, uh, no, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to overhype it either. This one's pure Oscar bait. Uh, so <laughs> this movie's about uh, two 16 year old runaways. They witness their parents get murdered, and they go on a cross country vi- uh, adventure seeking justice. The two kids start to fall in love. They are only step siblings, so it's okay. Oh God. Uh, they are only step siblings for like a year, so they don't know each other that well. Although there is a lot of heavy petting and kissing, it never goes any further beyond that. But you do watch two kids that are definitely siblings kiss. Uh, the movie ends when they finally find the man who brutalized Why? their parents, and instead of tor- uh, turning him in to the authorities, they enact the same revenge on him that they saw committed to their parents. And uh, at the end, it's, it's all about uh, coming to age and facing violence in today's world. It's called Trauma Queens. They're both girls, and one of the kids is in a wheelchair. Jesus, it's Christ. a great movie, but it's gonna it's gonna get an Oscar. Oh <laughs> it's called Trauma Queens, guys. Remember Trauma Queens coming out in twenty twenty one. Okay, mm-hmm. um, uh, mine might work as a Seth Rogen or Will Ferrell comedy. All right, and it's a it's it's a rated R version of of Liar Liar meets Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on, oh, so. A chronic liar has to deal with his issues when a ma- when he lies to a homeless man who who's capable of magic. The homeless man puts a spell on him. Now every time he lies, he gets a boner that won't go away. No! <laughs> and every lie after that makes his boner longer. <laughs> he has fun with it for the first two to three lies, but it soon gets out of control after that. The rest of the movie is him struggling to hide it in amusing ways and trying to get rid of it. And he goes back to the homeless man and he says, the only way to get rid of this is he must go around to all the people that he's wronged and tell them the truth in person while having an awkward boner. <laughs> that is so good. So, <laughs> See, that one at least sounds funny. Beats my Oscar bait bullshit. That would uh, be a porno too, I think. That's also. fucking hilarious. Um, well, what's, oh, it, what's it called? Yeah, uh, I, Pants on Fire. That's it's fucked up. Um, so like, uh, I, I want to should I should I name my movie? I kind of came up with a name yeah, for my well, movie. What's your but, name for yours? But but I feel like it's kind of fucked up, and I don't know if I should say it. Well, we're here now. The Bib Reaper. Oh the no! The Bib Reaper. Oh god! god. No. <laughs> that is horrible. Well, I'm no sorry. one's called in, guys. So I guess you guys don't want to talk to us. You don't want to. Pitch us any movies that are uh, ridiculous. That's it, y'all. Y'all ain't calling in. Anybody want to call in? I'm gonna play the call in music. Uh, the call in um, music is the same. Mark, since we're waiting, I do not have a pitch, but I since we're waiting, there's something I didn't mention in this movie related podcast. Yeah. Um, because I lived in Turkey, there are two movies that I watched, three Turkish movies that I watched that are just that surprised me. They were very good. One of them is called uh, White Angel. Um, White Angel. Beas Melek. Um, the other one is... Uh, fuck, I forgot the names of the movies, but come back to me. Okay. If there are any Turkish people in the... Uh, shout out to you guys. Your movies are surprisingly great. We got Dot on deck. Yo, so what's good, Dot? Hey, Dot, you are currently talking with the normies. What's up? 
you're down here in the podcast chat. Oh, not much. Uh, I was just thinking of this freaking ridiculous movie that one of my friends pitched to me as a diehard type movie. Yeah, hold on. Before you get to the movie, though, we need to know your name and know where you're calling in from. Also, you are super clear. You sound great. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm Josh. I'm calling in from uh, Fort Wayne. I've been up that way. So tell us about this movie. Okay. It was pitched to me. Well, I was like 15 or 16. I don't remember exactly. But it was pitched to me as a diehard type movie. And I don't know if you guys have heard of the movie Crank with Jason. Yeah, yeah I love that. It's great. Yeah, that movie's great. It's great. But that movie is nothing like Die Not Hard. Not at all. <laughs> so I was expecting some, like, you know, suave, like, <laughs> hardcore badass shit. And it was just ridiculous off-the-wall yeah, action. Dude. So for the one person in the room who doesn't know what Crank is, Marquetta, it's Jason Statham. <laughs> they steal his heart, so he has to keep his adrenaline oh, yeah. up in no, order no, to... They, they, they inject him with a drug, so That's if right. his heart rate goes below a certain level, he'll, he'll die. Like the movie yeah. Speed, so he's got to keep getting so. his adrenaline up. He has sex on a uh, <laughs> horse course. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought it was just like no, in front of a no, bus in like a like public like bus. Like yeah. bus. Oh my god, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, also, up. he also puts his hand in a waffle iron. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, right. And it ends with a Godzilla fight. And no, then he literally. That's a, that's a second one. Is that See, the second I, one? God, I, I, and then he yeah, literally fought. I, I had to watch Crank again after I watched the second one just because I didn't understand it was supposed to be. He super literally. Dude, <laughs> dude, it's, dude, Marquetta, before anybody says anything bad, it's fucking phenomenal, dude. He loves like, Jason Statham, so he, he falls on the chopper and survives. He does like a rail of like coke and that's shit like that and just like. I believe yeah, cause, cause anything Jason anything Statham's in. To keep his heart rate up or it's else he's fucking die. great. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you for saying. And he's like on a run to like get the guy who has the antidote. That's yeah. essentially the, the movie. Oh, and uh, <laughs> the like dude, uh, Pedro from um, uh, Napoleon Dynamite is in it. <laughs> and he plays like a trans woman that yes, is also a twin. That. So, That's hilarious. Dude, thank you. Thank you for and, that movie's awesome. <laughs> and, Crank, and Crank was it, surprising. It's gory, too. Oh, yeah, it is. It's got some decent gore. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know what? I, I no one else wants to call in, so uh, uh, Josh Dot, uh, thank you for being our, our one and only caller for today who wants to talk about ridiculous movies. Thank you, Josh. No thank you. Just, that, that's the only thing that I could think of when you guys had ridiculous movies that were hard to watch. Because <laughs> when I first heard of it and I watched, started watching it, that was a hard to watch one. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Thank you. Um, thank you. I, yep. I do I do not do a Statham impression, but you I could, should. I could try. I don't know. I'd have to like kind of like see some clips. Uh, I liked him in Turkey. His name was Turkish in the movie. Yeah, snatch. Oi, Mike, I'm off. So, Turkish. guys, uh, I think we're going to do it. Here it is. Oh, snap. Thank you for hanging out at the podcast. This week, we talk the next one. Watch the room. Bye.